Hey, hey, thanks for joining me on the Meg Ellison Show. If you'd like to join the conversation, have at it. 715-845-2155. Good morning, you're on with Meg. Morning, Meg. Uh, conservative Farmer James calling. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Uh, well, we got some snow for some moisture in the ground, so, I mean, it's not fun moving it, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beginning. <laughs> Getting kind of dry out there. Um, yeah, so do you... Uh... Is it going to be hard on farm? I mean, I, I we have friends that are farmers, and and I mean, obviously, it's very concerning because when you don't have snow, you don't have moisture in the ground. Is is it redeemable? I mean, I mean, if even if we have a as we're having a crummy, well, unproductive winter, will you still be able to? Will you will your crops survive? Well, with the fields being bare, we haven't had a lot of super cold weather, so we're optimistic that the alfalfa is going to make it through and the grass stuff usually does. But the key is come spring, if we can get thunderstorms come through. And, I mean, you can get an inch of rain or better out of one thunderstorm, and it makes up for a foot of snow. Oh. So, you know, Excellent. the snow is nice and everything, but usually it runs off, but the ground does not have frost in the ground. So the key is when it comes in spring, if we get timely rains in the spring to – get stuff moisture back up, I think we'll be fine. It's a little too early to tell right now. What does the Farmer's Almanac say, and do you follow that? Um, I haven't really looked at it. I should really to see what it what it says, but I mean, who knows? I mean, sometimes it's right, sometimes it's not. It's, it's kind of a crapshoot, you know? It's just sort of, um, you probably put your trust in our creator as opposed that, to... That's- that's pretty much it. The I mean, almanac. Else. I mean, you don't know what, you never know what the outcome is going to be when you plant the seeds in the spring. And so you just got to trust that you're doing the right thing at the time. So, and that kind of leads me into what I was going to talk about. I, I hope I'm wrong, but I think when it comes to these maps, this is, this is what I think is going to happen. Governor Evil is going <laughs> to say, well, you know, when I first did those maps, you Folks, know, I, he'll throw I, that in there too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I just, I, you know, I wasn't thinking clearly like that, you know, and they're really not what, what as fair as they should be. So I'm going to veto it, and I'm going to let the Supreme Court do it. And the reason I think that he's going to do it this way is because all the Democrats in, in, in the legislature voted against the map, and Melissa Agard, who's the minority leader, she comes out and says, well, she didn't trust the process. And I'm thinking to myself, when, she, when they interviewed her on the news last night, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell are you talking about? Here you have your quasi-leader in the cap in in the in Madison doing the maps. You don't trust the process because the Demo- because the Republicans are up to something. I'm like, they the Republicans actually, you know, they they accepted his map. So what the hell? These people are sick. And anyhow, so my point is that they know. They know they can get more. Yeah, they've they got know us they can over make a it barrel. Worse. So I really believe that he's going to veto the maps. He's going to put it to the state supreme court, and then they're going to uh, they're going to put forth maps that are just super super atrocious. Not just atrocious; they're going to be even worse. And when that happens, like I said, I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But when that happens, our state legislators just say, "You know what?" We're done screwing around. Pardon my French. But they <laughs> should right. go. They should go. They should. They, I mean, right right from the top down, they need to impeach Megan Wolf. I mean, Mr. Voss, for all his good stuff, needs to just, you know what? I'm done being nice here and play hardball and impeach Megan Wolf. They need to impeach Jose with, and they need to impeach the governor. 
for, for going back on his word and being disingenuous, because if there ever was a case that we could make to the federal Supreme Court about how this is gerrymandering, and it is gerrymandering on their side for what they're trying to do, there is no doubt about that whatsoever, this would be it. We have to stop being nice and think things the way they are, and we have to grow some cojones, <laughs> and we have to fight back, and we have to fight back now, and we have to fight back hard while we can, and let the chips fall where they may. I hope I'm wrong on my prediction, but I, but it would not surprise me one bit, and I really think that that's what they're going to do because they know they can get, instead of just going for a three-run home run, they're going to go for the grand slam. Yeah. And I know they're going to do it because that's the kind of people they are. I know. it's And, and I mean, I can't argue with it. I think, you know, we'll have to revive the, uh, the term. I, I don't remember when I used to, say it probably on a weekly if not a daily basis we got to take the gloves off no more messing around i mean because they're playing for keeps man and they've been they've been plotting and scheming since we we beat them in 2010 and they've been waiting for this moment and they're not going to squander it that's for sure as much good has that robin voss has done and he has done a lot of good he i don't think that he has done enough and that goes back to not allowing Gableman to finish his investigation and following through on the subpoenas. And that's why so many people are, are really mad at him, because he did not follow through on the election stuff. And, and I, I know you're a supporter of him, and, I, and that, that's great. I am, too. But you can't stand on what you did in the past. You have to keep working at it now, and you have to move in the future. And you have to understand the political landscape where we're at. And, and if that, you can't play nice anymore. You, you just can't. You just can't, and and we are at that point that if we don't if we don't start really fighting back, we will lose whatever advantage and whatever power we have, and then then it's over, then it's over. So that's my point for the day. But hey, you know, I've I've got a couple of good memories of you that I want to share. Number one, that when we had that protest outside of the well, wherever it was, with the Katie Rosenberg fundraiser, you had oh, for yeah. sure the best sign, um, <laughs> t- Tony the. Tax hole. Right, tax hole. right. Yep. And yep. then the other one. I mean, there's there's so many, but I'll I'll just limit it oh. to these two. But the where you, um, well, when you you're you're a you're a frequent contributor to public comments at uh, these various government local government meetings, and your voice is is needed. And I mean, to give these people that show up, I, I would say, you know how Rush used to call them seminar callers. I mean, these are seminar public commenters that come and I mean it's almost like the the left pays them to show up to uh, parrot their narrative but I remember you giving applause to someone who really needed to be you know given a hard time I, I think you know who I'm talking about oh yeah I, I, I definitely know who, who that who you're referring to yeah. yes. I, I, I don't have I mean you know at this point if I, I I'm I believe that I, I'm very uh, construct in what I what I know. I, I try to keep myself informed, so anything I say is not BS. It, it has facts to back it up, so that way it, I, I get the ability to, to speak profoundly on it and, and, and with authority because I, I'm not going out there putting a bunch of <clears throat> BS Ooh-wee. out there. I, I know what I'm talking about because I make sure I keep And that's everybody's, that's everybody's job is to be informed. I mean, Amen. you have to go out there. You have to find the information. You can't just listen to what CNN and NBC and all the rest <laughs> of these You have to find it for yourself. And you have to stay informed. So when so when you have a conversation, that you can't be snowballed. Amen. And that's the main thing that we all have to work on, no matter what. So 
Right. Well, James, nice to hear from you. I uh, I wish you a nice, uh, well, rainy spring so that uh, you're able to have a great crop in the... Uh, well, thank you very much. I'll, I'll, I'll keep listening and following with her, but let's see. I hope it doesn't happen, but it would not surprise me in the least if it does. I, well, yeah, and, and I mean, that's that's how we have to prepare ourselves, is that prepare for the predictably unpredictable, you know? I mean, because that's kind of how the, how the left operates. You never know what they're going to pull next. <sighs> Amen to that. Well, hey, hey, have a great rest of your day. Take care. Th- thanks, you too. Take care, James. 715-845-2155. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Yeah, hello. This is Phil from Steve's Phil. Corner. This is How you this doing? is a little bit off the beaten path here, but I'd like to put a shout out to the Rushalt um the Rushalt High School and the staff and the students for making such beautiful cards to take into the assisted living facilities oh. in Stevens Point. Oh that's great. Yeah. It was very thoughtful of them. Yeah. Do you have that's a, a family see. member there? Yeah, my mother's in there. Oh, oh that's that's and, and these are high school kids? High school and elementary. They did such a beautiful job. Oh, that's great. Oh, I I always love to hear some little glimmer of uh, good news. I mean, because we're surrounded by a whole bu- a whole lot of uh, not good news often. So well, exactly. Nice usually it's that. political, you yeah. know, and, and this and that. But this is a little bit off the beaten path, so we have to change the pace a little yeah. bit here today. So, so is yeah. it Spash School District? No, Rushall. Rush. Oh, my gosh. Shame Rushall. on me. They okay, brought them out there. They brought them the... the, the Nineteen miles from you know Rushall to Stevens Point and, and delivered them to the homes, which oh. I thought was pretty nice. Yeah, you know, I'll so. say I agree. Well, that yeah. thank you for that that nice uplifting message today and on a sunny Friday Eve. Well, you're welcome. Well, thanks for calling in. Nice to hear from you as always, Phil. Take care. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Seven one five eight four five twenty one fifty five. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Hey, hi. Good good morning. This is Ann Barnett. Good morning. Uh, may I may I um, just say something about Scott Walker? It's, sure thing. Uh, sure, thank you um, for taking my call. I just wanted to say thank you to Scott Walker for freeing us from the Wisconsin Education Union strong grip. And I'd love to hear from him regularly on the show if possible. Right. I don't know if that's possible. Well, I worked I back- hard to get him on to- today, oh, so I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. Yeah, and I backed him for president. Be- you know, and I was oh. hoping to see him help make Wisconsin great again. Yeah. Um, but, oh, I did want to, I don't know if you, I wanted to acknowledge Tonette's work to upgrade and improve the foster care adoption system in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also want to bring up that uh, Mr. Walker is such a, I always refer to him as a heroic leader that Wisconsin has benefited from. That's it. I agree. Thanks. Thank you yeah, for thanks calling for in, Anne. I appreciate your sentiments. Sure. I, I wholeheartedly okay. agree. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you. 715-845-2155. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Hello? Oh, shoot. Let me try again. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Hello? Uh, well, you on with Meg? All right. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Good morning, Meg. This is Bruce from Stratford. Bruce, how are you? I was just hey, driving was through Stratford yesterday. Start- <laughs> Almost everything's better than that. I just had a couple of things I kind of wanted. I've been listening for the last weeks, actually. But <clears throat> there are a few things that have kind of bothered me. One of them is uh, I don't think people understand that the Democrat Party, that it's made up of takers. And so when you're a taker, mm-hmm. you can get they're, – they're they become very well organized because everybody's in the same – 
in the same um, state of mind. The Republican Party is a group of individuals who are individuals and have individual opinions. The real challenge then is to get them to be able to work together and compromise, just like you've been saying. I think that's very important. But the one, the one thing that was mentioned, I think it was yesterday, and I think it was somebody from the Republican Party, but I'm not certain, I don't remember for certain, is the ability for the parties to recognize how many absentee ballots are sent out on their behalf. Did I misunderstand that? All right. Um, so I, I think I was just checking to see it, it was probably Congressman Glenn Grothman or it could if you were listening earlier. Well, I don't think Senator Johnson and I talked about we, no, we might have talked about Senator Johnson. OK, OK. So it was probably Congressman Glenn Grothman yesterday. Repeat what you said again. That they are that that, that the Republican Party uh, basically what he talked about is they they channel their money uh, for campaigning uh, by sending postcards and other kinds of yes. information out. Uh, to the people that they believe are not uh, utilizing the, uh, the system of absentee ballots. Correct. Which means then they can identify if it's a Republican. If I misunderstood that, please correct me. And if that's the case, how do they do that? And how, does that, how is that then going to be really interfering with the voting system? All right. I have to sort of think about this so I can explain it. So... I believe that they must, they have access, you know, and I think you have to buy these lists, but they have access to the voter rolls. And I'm hoping if if I'm saying this incorrectly, that I know a person who can answer this, you know, if she's listening. But if they, they purchase the lists that have access to the voter rolls and then, I mean, I'm just following this through logically, and then they have to compare it with their own records of who they are contacting and they must I mean they must have to reconcile like two different spreadsheets to see who's you know who's on it and who's does that make sense well what makes sense to me since I work the polls and I've been doing that for the last three or four years and we and here in the in the town that I the township I'm in those those uh, absentee ballots come in closed they get opened during the time that voting takes place, and uh, in yep. lulls in between voters coming through, mm-hmm. they get processed through the machine. Yep, they tabulated. Yep, that's correct. So on election day, there is there presumably is nothing on the outside as to who they who these people are, unless unless they're given. And how would they get a list of the of the absentee ballots that come into my township or your township? Because they are, they are uh, issuing those absentee ballots by, you know, by you know, by voter. So if a voter has requested an absentee ballot and returned it, there's record of that. And okay. So under the circumstances, since this is these ballots aren't counted, they are they are essentially gross counting them before the election. The, you mean the two different political parties? Correct. Yes. Yes. This is a this is this is not a free and just election if that's what's happening. Well, and I would agree with you. Uh, and, and unfortunately, that's 
that's the system we have right now. I mean, I would well, love to see the, that the change. Republicans, the Republicans that are in office in the in the state legislature should be pushing on this, which is the it, which is probably the biggest problem that most every voter or everybody that's on the Republican side has. Because you, of course, you don't get many calls from the Democrat side because <laughs> you don't agree with what they do. Well, or they don't agree with me. I've or I've been, I've been advised that they. Under the circumstances, they from <laughs> these people, that we don't get told all that's going on. And I think that they have forgotten that they are there because we are a republic, not a democracy. They are there because they represent us. So they are my employee. They are your employee. Why, are they, why, do, they, why do they keep secrets from us? Would you let your employee at your business or would your husband at the business he's in, he's in the music business, as I understand, would you, would you let the employees keep information from you? Absolutely not, no. And, and you know, and I, I'll say this. I have in my hand, I've saved this. I don't know. It's probably now a couple years old. But these are the conservative bills, Republican bills, that were vetoed by Governor Evers uh, as it pertains to election bills. They had... I'm counting seven here, require secure delivery of absentee ballots. That was vetoed by, by Evers. Prohibit ballot harvesting, vetoed by Evers. Enhance absentee voting restrictions in nursing homes and residential care facilities, vetoed by Evers. Require more access and transparency for election observers, vetoed by Evers. Prohibit tampering with absentee ballots, vetoed by Evers. Require broadcasting of election night proceedings, vetoed by Evers. Ban Zuckerbucks vetoed by Evers. So that these were all bills that were uh, voted on in the legislature that Republicans, well, Republicans authored and they passed and sent to Governor Evers and he vetoed every one of them. That's excellent. And, and, what, and what I depend on people like you, because you have a microphone, I do not. Yes, well, you can call You're, in any time and you get, I'll share it with you. Repeat this sort of information over and over again and try to and try to add the substantiation that is necessary to convince people who are willing to divide the vote for reasons that you've explained over and over again as well. But there's another one other issue, and I'm going to let you uh, I, I, I take up too much time. Um, there's a there's a big school board vote going on in the city of Marshfield this time. Yes, did you hear me? I just talked about primary. it. Yes. And and there are some people that are really interested in bringing the school back to being uh, what it is. And there are some issues that have come up relative to, for example, valedictorian and salutatorian and, the, and recognizing people that uh, have done well. Mm -hmm. it, and and the, the arguments against some of that, because it's come up in the, one of the local uh, 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 shoppers' sheets, is... Um, uh, it, nobody suggests that you should stop giving letters out to to athletes for doing well in an athletic event. Why would we not want to give out recognition of somebody who does well academically? I can't even argue for a second with that. In fact, I think we don't place enough value on those that are high achievers and those that have great academic success and it's unfortunate i mean it, it, it shouldn't be that way and and it's been that way for i, I well, think since so my the, kids were the young public the public needs to understand I, w I would hope you might want to get somebody i happen to know one of the people because she is a 
member of the uh, Board of Supervisors in my township, Nicole Forrest. Yep. Uh, she, is a, uh, she is an excellent person. She's very well educated, and she's, and she's very much up front. Uh, I, I would hope that uh, I mean, you need to get whoever you want. Do you, do you know her well enough to yeah, tell her to call me or tell her to email me, and I'll get her on? Very good. I will be happy to do okay, that. Okay, good. And I, I have had a representative, well, a citizen representative on, well, it's it's been a few weeks now, but uh, that did promote the candidacies of Nicole Forrest, Richard Kranz, and Stephen Kaiser. But I'd be happy to have Nicole on between now and uh, the, well, the primary, February 20th. So that's, we got to act lickety split. I will, I will speak with Ms. Forrest. Okay. Thank Sounds you very good. much, Meg. Thanks for calling in, Bruce. I appreciate you tuning in as always. Have a great day. Well, thank you. You too. All right. On that note, you know what I was thinking? I would just cue up the good, good tunage that I had on earlier. Yeah, a little Abba. I got a boogie. Keep on praying for our country. Keep on praying for this state. Keep on praying that good will prevail. Don't give up, as uh, Rush Limbaugh always used to say. Now is not the time to panic. We don't have him to tell us when it's time to panic, but let's trust that he wouldn't be saying that now either. Have a great day. God bless. Talk with you again tomorrow.